Hey, everybody, you're listening to Beyond 1894. This is the official podcast of Louisiana Tech University. This is a special year in review episode. We're going to look back um, at some of the big highlights and the big stories from 2022. Um, I'm Gavin Kelly from the Office of University Communications. And also here with me today um, from the University Communications Office is Tanya Oak Smith. Hey, y'all. Mr. Teddy Allen. Good to be with you, Gavin, and everybody. And Kelly Cole. Hey, y'all. Um, so we're going to sort of just go around the table and talk about some things that happened this year. We're going to cover the areas of collaboration, giving, research, and winning, um, because we're proud to say that the university has done quite a bit of winning this year. Um, so in terms of collaboration, we've had some big things happen um, that are good for both the university and um, some of the partnership areas that we um, are prominent in. Um one of the things that we're going to talk about is um, a MedCamps partnership, um, and it might not be the one you think because uh, MedCamps has long been a partner of our architecture program, right? Um, and um, that's been very fruitful, but they've also recently this year partnered with um, our nursing division, our division of nursing. Um, so talk a little bit about that, Teddy. Okay. Is it because I look pale? <laughs> I need a shot. <laughs> Well, they've introduced an opportunity for the nursing students to have practical hands-on learning opportunities with the pediatric care of children with chronic conditions, which, of course, MedCamps of Louisiana serves so wonderfully. They call it Heroes with Hearts Retreat, and it pairs a student at Tech with one of the in the child maintenance, health maintenance course with a camper out at MedCamps. We love the people at MedCamps. We're so, I think it's wonderful that the Division of Nursing has gotten involved because it sure has made a difference in the ARCH uh, 335 students at Tech. They, year after year, just seem to get better and better designing things. These children ins- inspire them. Uh, there's new, they just put in countless hours. And again, this year, they won the top award you could win uh, from their fellow architects for the Mosaic Art Cabin they designed. So bravo for the nurses and our um, architecture students. Right. And, um, med camps, you know, like you said, year to year, they sort of build on what they've done, um, with the university. Um, moving on to the next area of collaboration, um, the college of education, uh, has started the new teacher experience. Tanya, do you want to tell us about the new teacher experience? Sure. Um, anybody who knows, uh, teachers, knows that those first couple of years are really hard for for a new, fresh out of school, green teacher. Um, it is an adjustment. You know, you, you go through the clinical period, basically, where you are helped by not only your advising teacher, but your professors in the College of Education. Well, what happens when you graduate? The so Louisiana Tech is not just cutting you loose. They're working with the Department of Education um, for the state to provide the new teacher experience. And what it does is it provides a mentor teacher, who, and they have to apply. They have to have put in their time in the classroom. Um, they're experienced, and they work with a group of fresh first-year teachers to help them understand um, these are challenges that will come up in your classroom. This is a way to approach your your um, coursework with your students. They help create a cohort, and anybody who's been in school knows that when you have a cohort that's strong um, and 
where you can bounce ideas off one another and you can talk to one another about the challenges you're having, that becomes much easier to accomplish things. Shout out to the Ed Leadership Cohort that I'm in currently. I was about to say, you know something about cohorts, supporting <laughs> supporting cohorts. Um, so a big part of collaboration involves, you know, interdisciplinary endeavors, you know, reaching across fields. So, um, Kelly, do you want to talk a little bit about um, the AICS? Yeah, of course. This was a really cool um, project that I got to um, hear more about from Dr. Heath Timms and Dr. Jeremy Meir. Um, so the analysis and investigations through cyber scenarios project was, it was preceded by the cyber discovery project, which brings together faculty and students from both our College of Liberal Arts and our College of Engineering and Science. And it brings them from computer science, and history, engineering, literature, math, political science, the list can go on and on. And they, um, and it's for those who are interested in exploring the idea of cyber, but from a multidisciplinary um, perspective. So in order to understand how cyber and these areas like political science or history intertwine, this project allows students to take part in a murder mystery style gaming model that is actually modeled after CIA training, which is super cool. So it's taking a step further with our faculty for creating a simulated environments where issues of cybersecurity have large-scale real-world effects. It was so great to hear about this from, like I said, Dr. Heath Timms and Dr. Jeremy Muir and from some of the students who have taken part in it over the summer. Who doesn't love a good murder mystery, too? Ooh, I love it. Um, one of the coolest um, partnerships from the year that um, I think was, it was interesting to see, you know, once the news was announced and sort of how it rippled through um, the tech community um, was our aviation program's partnership with United Aviate. So um, United Aviate is a part of United, which is, you know, one of the leading airlines in the world. Um, and essentially what the partnership's going to do is fast track Louisiana Tech's pilots. So um, they'll be able to move directly into pilot programs within United. And um, that's a big deal because it's going to put them ahead of their peers. It gives them a leg up. And anytime tech has a leg up, it's a, it's a good day, right? Um, anytime a bulldog has a leg up, <laughs> it's a good day. Teddy's right. Um, so it doesn't apply just to current aviation students, by the way. Um, former and current tech aviation students um, can apply to the United Aviate program. Um, and it's, like I said, it's going to fast track them um, to a job with United Airlines, and that could potentially be um, sort of a lifelong career path that they get set up through this partnership. Um, Gavin, I have a brother from another mother mm -hmm. I graduated with. I was his best man in his wedding. He obviously had a very small pool of friends. He was in the Navy. He mm -hmm. always wanted to be a pilot. He's going to retire from United here in a couple of years because he can't fly it so long. But he was six years in the Navy first, and then he went to United. And you can still do that, of course. God bless everybody who serves the country. But this is another avenue to get you to where you want to go faster in this particular field. And, of course, we have the new fleet of aeroplanes and mm -hmm. everything at, uh, at the airport. And so wonderful opportunity for United and for our students and faculty. No doubt. No doubt. I, um, I'm going to talk about a couple sort of gatherings that fall under the collaboration area here. Um, 
first up was um, the very first School of Banking um, from our College of Business, their very first gathering. That was in June of this year. Um, it's a week-long program um, for banking professionals um, and tech faculty members, bank executives, bank consultants. Um, it's sort of a, a workshop, a week-long workshop where they get together um, and they talk about different areas um, in the banking industry, operations, risk management, liquidity, marketing, sales. Um, and at the end of the week, um, they get a certification. And um, it's kind of, it's the first of its kind here at the university. Uh, and it's going to be an annual endeavor. So um, that's good for banking professionals and it's good for um, students in the College of Business, um, past and present, who may be interested in that. And another thing about gatherings, this is going to be, this is another cool one. One of the biggest ones of this past year was the concrete canoe competition. I think that was really cool. Tanya, tell us about that one. So uh, in early June, we had teams from 40 universities and, and they were all across our country. And they came from Mexico and Canada. They came from everywhere here to little old Ruston to put their concrete canoes. That's right. These are boats <laughs> made out of concrete um, in the Lincoln Parish Lake. And the concrete canoes are that that's just the like the the marquee event that's held in conjunction with the American Society of Civil Engineers um, concrete canoe competition plus uh so this is a the the students every year spend time building their concrete canoes. Like I said, these are boats built out of concrete. It doesn't make sense until you see it, folks. So so you have to come see it sometime. Um, so these students put these boats together with concrete. Um, they they test them. They work on it all year, and then they compete. They go through regionals and. and so we hosted the nationals here and it was an awesome set of uh, civil engineering undergraduates, graduates, and faculty members who put in their time and talents to make this come off. And these students who visited were so impressed by the opportunities at Tech. Um, I heard in in my time over there kind of geeking out over the canoes um, because the students not only have to build the canoes, they have to do a little presentation about the canoes. They have to be able to tell you why it floats, um, how they made it, everything. So it, in hearing them talk about coming to Ruston, they were so just pleasantly surprised, which is an awesome thing for us. And, and it shows how collaboration with your city, with your university, really benefits us at Tech. I agree. Um, it, 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 you sort of had to see it to believe it. It was, you know, from people from all over the world, students from all over the world, sort of converging on Rustin. And it was during Peach Fest week. So they got quite literally a taste of Rustin. Um, now, when it comes to collaboration, um, I, a lot of times I think of um, artistic endeavors, you know, art, art, artistic collaborations. Um, and there's a really cool one that happened this past year um, with a Louisiana Tech alum. Um, collaborating with um, Valspar and Downtown Russ and Teddy. Tell us about that one. Sure. Kadavian is a wonderful artist. He's a very happy, 
uh, person he's been drawing and coloring things on his mama's kitchen table and wall since he was three years old she till she still tells him some of these stories and uh it was part of this eye candy was part of one valspar's be bright community initiative back during the pandemic so sam burns our little friend from shreveport who went on to be the ncaa golfer of the year down at lsu he lives in shudrant now He's a wonderful representative of our area is Sam, and he was the 2022 Valspar champ, so he got to pick out the site. It's on the corner of the Dixie Center of the Arts, um, that wonderful building, and it's beautiful. I don't know how I don't know how the, I don't know how he does it. I don't know how they do it. And he, he and friends, some of them graduates of Tech, are working on several projects in Shreveport now. One at the Hilton Convention Center. I'm just saying he spreads the love. Uh, and it's a wonderful way, again, to collaborate with the city and um, one of our graduates. Even going back to the Concrete Canoe, when people from 40 different universities come here and they see, like, culture and you see there where they're from, and there's going to be a couple of long relationships, several that, you know, from that weekend, uh, just an ideas exchange, just like this, a smaller group. But you see, oh, this guy's doing something I might could be involved in, and Anyway, if you ride down the road, it'll brighten your day. Agreed. Um, so those are just some of the stories that involve collaboration um, over the course of this past year. Um, the next area that we're going to sort of talk about um, is the area of giving. We had some big things going on there. Tanya, do you want to you want to tell us about that? Sure. Thanks, Gavin. And you know, I to segue between. Gavin's topic of collaboration and, and the one that I'm focused on, which is giving, I can think of no greater collaboration than some of these um, giving opportunities that our, our alumni and friends and sustainers of Louisiana Tech, um, they really came through this year helping us prepare for Years and years and years worth of more collaboration in the classroom, in the labs, um, and on the playing fields for us. Um, so in this year, we have talked a lot about the Forest Products Innovation Center. Y'all know that we, we are working on plans for that on South Campus. It's going to provide an opportunity for more collaboration between engineering and forestry and business faculty. Well, we had uh, Hunt Forest Products stepped up in the past year and established four endowed scholarships. Those are spread throughout those general areas that that I was just talking about. And um, those scholarships are going to empower students to be able to study those areas um, in the areas of forestry, sustainable supply chain management, accounting, and engineering. Um, Those students will be able to study and do research. It is designed to help bolster our Forest Products Innovation Center. So, Kelly, tell us about this uh, additional collaborative giving efforts that we've seen involved in the Forest Products Innovation Center. Yeah, so Roy O. Martin in Alexandria has actually committed $2 million as the leadership gift towards the construction of Tech's new Forest Products Innovation Center that you mentioned 
earlier. Um, so they're still looking at where exactly, but it is going to be located on South Campus, and it's going to provide space for transdisciplinary approach to solving challenges associated with the timber industry, which is one of the biggest industries in Louisiana. It is one of the biggest industries, and it's the biggest agricultural industry in the state. Um, so that is, it's very exciting for everybody involved in that area. We've also had some ground broken, moved, rearranged over at A.E. Phillips, hadn't we, Teddy? We've seen that. We have. I'm fired up. The uh playground I grew up on was monkey bars and you had people flying all over the place on that deal you grab the chain it goes round and round teacher always putting you in time weather well, wasn't time out back then you just got slapped around a little bit now we've we've improved that and this is going to be an actual outdoor learning space uh, if you get time during the uh, new year drive by and see what they're doing um, this will be their special space spaces where kids can engage in activities and it actually is going to enhance their experience in learning at school without them really knowing what they're doing. Uh, but it's a advanced kind of playground equipment and of course play is one of the ways you get educated. All work and no play makes Jack loser. A loser. <laughs> loser. A loser. But okay. Origin Bank is uh given the, the the wonderful place over at A. Phillips that we're so blessed to be a part of that laboratory school uh, a new look outside to, to benefit its uh, bulldogs and lady textures up tomorrow. Absolutely. And it in if you Teddy's right, if you have the opportunity to drive by, it it is and you can see how much it has changed and how much it's gonna provide a great place for students at A. Phillips to go outside and not necessarily be stuck inside all day, you know. And it's always been a fun place over there. You get a bunch of little, I mean, I love watching, driving by there and seeing it at recess. I wish it was 87 years ago and I could be out there again. <laughs> but it's going to be new and improved and everything. And it just thanks to Origin for even recognizing that need and saying, how can we help get this done? It's just going to be a reality for these little learners this spring. Absolutely. Well, we also have a couple of other gifts to wrap up, a couple of other kind of leadership-type gifts. Um, Dick and Charlotte Fowler of Dallas uh, decided that they were going to benefit the School of Accountancy in the College of Business, and so they, they gave a nice donation to support student scholarships, um, programming, summer research, publication awards um it it is not often that you see awards established so that students are incentivized to do some research but that is one way that they're trying to do that over over there and also uh mike benjamin who has been who is a 1983 graduate of our petroleum engineering program um, in the College of Engineering and Science. Uh, he was so excited by his experience at Tech, by his opportunities that he had after he graduated from Tech, that he committed an endowment um, for graduates of his high school. Um, he hopes that that support of the foundation is going to help increase the diversity within college, the college um, experience for engineering majors. Um, and so 
we talked a little bit about research, and I'm going to throw it now to Kelly, who is our research communication specialist, because we've had some exciting breakthroughs in that area. Right, yeah. So one thing that I want to get started on is that with collaboration and with giving, we're moving forward into the future of our university. Um, and that includes research. Research is the future of our university. It's um it's also been the present, and one way that we can honor those who brought us to this point is by renaming buildings. So um, Tech's Biomedical Engineering Building is now named for uh, after the former president, um, Dr. Daniel D. Renault, whose vision in 1972 led Tech to start one of the first biomedical engineering programs in the nation. So that just shows you that our past is, you know, pushing our present and leading us into the future um, in terms of research and everything else that's going on in the university. Um, We've also had some great funding come through from our National Science Foundation. We had $6 million given for this future sensor um, research done by Dr. Terry Murray in biomedical engineering. Um, Future sensor stands for facilitating ubiquitous ubiquitous technology utilizing resilient eco-friendly sensors so basically she partnered with several different universities we got boise state we got louisiana state university in shreveport alabama at birmingham university of arkansas for medical sciences and university of arkansas at pine bluff Um, great institutions to partner with for this research and this research on these future sensors will help with water Censoring. So if we look at the problems that we had in Jackson earlier this year with the water resources not being um, usable by the locals, these water sensors could have helped um, notify the specific people and tell them, hey, this is a problem that's coming up. We need to look at resources in ways that um, we can take out these heavy metals or pesticides that are being detected by these printable sensors. So that was really great. Um, That six million will be kind of split with all the other institutions, but Dr. Terry Murray Murray is the one spearheading that. And so that's a great um, push in this road to R1 by Dr. Terry Murray. We also had MALT, which is Mississippi, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Texas. Those are the different areas that are included in this industrial assessment center. Assessment center, and so these um, industrial engineering, these civil engineering, all the different engineering students that we have get the opportunity to work with our Louisiana Tech faculty in the MALT center um, to be able to go into commercial, um, now commercial, used to be just industrial, but with this topic two funding, we're going to go into commercial buildings like your schools or your offices. They could do assessments of Louisiana Tech buildings as well um, to look at energy, productivity, and sustainability opportunities. And they've actually helped save millions of dollars for the state of Louisiana, and they're expanding into Arkansas, Texas, and Mississippi. So that's really awesome. Um, Another really cool thing that happened earlier in December was the Research and Partnerships Week. This is our first experience, the Impact Research and Partnerships Week that we have had on Louisiana Tech's campus. Um, Our Office of Research and Partnerships is really excited about this being woven into the culture of Louisiana Tech and how can we um, 
talk about our research with internal and external stakeholder groups and get them excited about the opportunities that our students, our faculty, and even our administration staff have to experience the impact and make new discoveries here at Louisiana Tech. Um, that ha we focused on different research areas from national and cybersecurity to resilient infrastructure, materials manufacturing, and health and human sciences. And we even had a portion of the final day focusing on emerging impacts like our VISTA Center with Dr. Jamie Newman um, and other areas like with our um, implementation in our nutrition and dietetics um, area of applied natural sciences. So it was a really great week to come together with our campus community and also some um, different partners that our research areas have to talk about our research, showcase the amazing facilities and things that we have going on on our campus, and even take part of some of the research with biomedical engineering, which was really cool to witness and see. Um, but yes, that's that that was a lot to cover for our research <laughs> um but i think it just shows the knowledge and the interdisciplinary impacts that we are making here at louisiana tech through our research teddy do you want to talk about our different wins that we've had moving forward i'd love to <laughs> i'd love to a lot of winning around here at louisiana tech remember you can go to latech.edu and you can read uh, in-depth stories of these things we're talking about but something you may not really think about is we actually had a student senior geographic information science major Thomas Bergeron he's from down in south Louisiana he had an internship at the study of war and after he had been doing that for a few days only Russia invaded the Ukraine and he helped build a map that is the most viewed map of its kind ever it was used by the United Nations to conduct refugee operations. Those are the kind of things that students around here are doing. It's, uh, uh, and Thomas was thrilled about it. It was like being in the eye of the storm every day. Our, we talked about forestry, Kelly, and uh, tying in about what a difference it makes agriculture-wise in our area. We had um, our Society of American Foresters. Went and won a lot of competitions at the annual conclave. This was held in Tennessee. You should really Google it uh, if you got a few minutes. These people are sawing and chopping, and they're 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 trying to stay on top of logs in the water, and it's really fascinating. They have a lot of fun and learn a lot of stuff. Again, it's a bunch of people from young people from different schools coming together with the same kind of uh, aspirations, learning from each other. Next year, you'll be able to enjoy that here because they're going to host the event as we did the con concrete canoe deal. So you'll get to uh, meet some of those kids. We also mentioned Vista. They have scored a, a, a really neat feather in their Vista cap in that from now until July 31st, they have an, an exhibition going on down at the Louisiana Art and Science Museum in Baton Rouge. You can Google Louisiana Art and Science Museum. You can go to LaTeX edu and google vista and read about this exhibit it's more than 60 pieces of art by tech undergrads who are now involved in a program that 10 years ago we didn't have but they developed this program where i can i'm an artist and then i'm in medicine and i you tell me what to draw and i try to draw what you're trying to tell me that's happening in the human body it's fascinating stuff there'll be special events throughout the year for the public to go down to 
see Dr. Newman and others lead these events and educate you and inspire you. Um, speaking of inspiration, some of y'all are friends with Carl Pugliak. Uh He has become the dean of the College of Liberal Arts. That happened this fall. That gives hope for us all that we might not be a dean, but we can find some sort of useful employment. And actually, Carl got the job because he is such a, he believes on service activities like school design. Y'all go build something for people who can't do it themselves and enhance their lives. And uh, Carl's a, he's a great guy. He's a St. Louis Cardinals fan, and he's a big fan of college students who want to learn uh, to get better and to make a difference. A couple more things. The debate team. Does anybody know anything about the debate team? I know they're pretty good at what they do. There's no debate about that. Her, they right. like to argue. <laughs> they, uh, they're the national uh, state champs in debate this year. They really do have a fascinating record going. They're a young team, um, and they'll they'll be defending their state championship next week. So a lot of things happening. Uh, we again, you can compete in forestry stuff and in uh, uh, art and architecture, and accountancy, um, and competition makes us all better. I mean, I can see where you're ahead of me, and maybe I decide, well, you know what, you concentrate on that, and I'm going to try to make us better doing this. But it gives you kind of an idea of where you are and should make everybody better. You shouldn't be scared of competition. It's a good thing. Speaking of, um, some more things we're winning at involve Gavin because I saw you driving around campus the other day. You might have noticed some stuff that's going on. Tell us what's happening construction-wise. Yeah, so currently, and we have a great episode of the podcast um, with um, Dickie Crawford and uh, Sam Wallace talking about the areas of campus that are um, currently um, under progress. Um, And, you know, right now, a lot of road closures, you know, as in conjunction with the city of Ruston. It's something that we deal with currently, but it's going to be worth it in the end. Um, currently underway, Tech Point 2. Uh, that, it feels like that construction started not too long ago, and it's our, that building's already shot up, I'll tell you that. Um, the, the framework of it is already very visible. Um, it, I feel like they're working on it pretty much every day, no matter the weather. We've had some cold, wet days recently, and it, they're still out there. I'm working on Tech Point 2. Um, that's going to be cool. It's right across from Tech Point 1 um, over near the IESB and um, is going to house more companies that will work directly with tech students and the university as a whole. Um, and that's going to be just further elaborating on what Tech Point 1, or the original Tech Point, whatever you want to call it, um, has already accomplished. So, um Congratulations to our friends, and thanks to our friends at the Innovation Enterprise for staying on top of all of that. Um, you can Google them, too. They've got a new logo they're real proud of, but they're, they're doing stuff underneath the kind of that you can't see that makes a difference. It's why buildings like that are popping up. What about our green space and our housing? Yeah. So, um, and that sort of ties into another area that like that's all near the same spot on campus which is centennial plaza um so green space over there there's more green space in the master plan coming um tech is already uh known for some of its beautiful areas of campus but that's only gonna um, increase as the years go on we're gonna have a new seal area um in centennial plaza isn't that right kelly 
Yeah, we, um, it's sprouting up. I remember, you know, a couple of years ago when I was an undergrad at SGA and us voting on it. Um, and that was, it was a debate because we love our seal. We love our tech traditions. And this will just add to, first of all, the beauty of uh, senior pictures. I know that'll just add to it. But it's also just a beautiful space on campus. It adds seating for students that need to chill out, eat their food from Tolliver, which is newly renovated as well, um, with the addition of Starbucks and um the new Mexican restaurant. Mo's. Mo's, yeah. thank you. Um, but yeah, it adds to the beauty of it. And then to keep with the tradition of the seal, they're also adding a We Are Bulldog seal that's just slightly in front of the tower, the the Centennial Plaza Tower, um, which is beautiful and it's amazing. And I think that it just adds to the campus beauty that we've been striving towards over the last decade. Not only that, but we've got a couple of... Open last year uh, residence halls. We are about to open the third one over uh, across Tech Drive from Wiley Tower where we're sitting right now. Um, within that area, there are intramural spaces, uh, spaces for recreation, plaza areas for coming together, studying, uh, lots of shared space. But uh, I learned this morning that in the bottom of uh the new Richardson over there, is the very first of its kind uh, convenience store concept where students will be able to walk in, pick up their groceries after they've signed up for this app, and they do not even have to pay. Like, they pick up their groceries, they walk out, they get their bill later. It sounds like magic. I'm I'm going to sign up for the app because I just want to see how it works. Um, But I think that's cool. Um, So in addition to that, the housing and things like that, uh, what's interesting when Teddy was talking about Vista and Vista only being about 10 years old, I thought about the university programs that are celebrating their 50th anniversary this year. And I have to say that 1972 must have been a good year for us in creating um, academic programs because we have health informatics was created in 72. The nursing school was started in 72. Um, Industrial engineering is celebrating its 50th anniversary this year. And last but not least, biomedical engineering is celebrating its 50th anniversary this year. So we've got those four programs that just... Um, you know, 1972 must have been a really good year. It's a good vintage. It was the start of the golden age in tech football as well, where they went 44 and four, 72, three and four, won a couple of natties. Speaking of ball, let's wrap this up by talking a little bit about ball and winning there. Tanya, you spent a special afternoon or evening at the Love Shack this spring. Will you please share that with us. Are you talking so about other the people may have the opportunity to do the same? Well, I mean, it was a really nice time uh, for my parents' anniversary. We got them um, the or no, it was Mother's Day. Sorry, um, we rented out a box at the Love Shack, and they got to invite some friends with them. We had it. Uh, they absolutely loved it, and I didn't realize at that point, as I told Teddy last year i didn't realize my parents love baseball so much but they're both retired now and they are now visiting 
um, ballparks throughout the country, which is interesting oh, to me. I, I, I never knew that they would do that. That's awesome. <laughs> Good for them. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's a, I know that I stopped by and checked on them when y'all were at the park that night and they had a ball. You can do that. And by the way, you can start orange season tickets now. They will start practicing the uh, Diamond Dogs will after the first of the year. Actually, they've been practicing a little bit. You can practice when school's in, but it'll get hard and heavy here after the first of the year as they will try to go to their third NCAA regional in a row. Last year, they went to the regional in Austin, almost made it out of there, didn't quite, and then the year before last, a magical week in, at Tech where they hosted the Conference USA Tournament and also the Ruston Regional. So be rooting for your baseball Bulldogs, the softballers. Y'all recall what happened with them? Some magic. It Some was. magic happened. <laughs> they won the Conference USA regular season title on the last day of the season. Not far from where we're sitting right now, Malcolm Butler had the Golden Mike call of the year, the softball people decided. His voice breaks. She's coming around third, and she's scoring. It was just awesome. Whenever I need to feel better, I'll go back and listen to that. And they won it all. First year of Josh Taylor's um, – he and his gang over there coaching hoops. The Bulldogs uh, made it to the Conference USA Tournament Finals last year, have a new coach now, the 19th in the program's history, and Talvin Hester and the Texters won the West last year, finishing really strong, winning a whole bunch more than they lost to win the title. Uh, bowling was nationally ranked. Tennis, 18 victories, second most in program history. A lot of home home matches, almost said games, home matches this fall. My friend Leona Schnucksnick from Germany, she was the conference. That's actually funny. That's funny. She was the conference USA athlete of the month in September this year. Oh my God! Also in October, she upset a lot of high ranked players. Anyway, they're looking forward to getting with it in tennis. That also begins right after the first of the year. Track and field has a new head coach. It's Olympian Brian Johnson. Uh, go go to latexsports.com, and you can read up on all these wonderful people. Also, uh, academically, one of the best years in a long time for your student athletes who grade out higher than the student body did. Uh, so, latex.edu for all of our uh, academic stories to find out what's happening at your flagship university of this area and also latexsports.com. More information you can find at latex.edu involves winning as a university in terms of rankings. Am I right or wrong, Tanya? Absolutely, Teddy. And and I you know, feel like we have to get some of these rankings in because we have had a year full of winning on the rankings table. Um, so just this past, I think it was November, um, we were named one of the top global universities and that's in the world. Global means world, Tanya. Um, and that honor recognizes our research and our connections that we have all over the world. And I think that that's an important thing to say is that our researchers are not known just here. We have researchers that are partnering with folks all over the world. Forbes named us one of the top schools in the state. Um, they always recognize us for our return on educational investment. Um, we were one of the top schools in U.S. News and World Report for our state. And for the ninth year in a row, and I know this means a lot to a lot of people, um, 
We were named a military-friendly school the ninth year in a row. This year, we made silver. That is the next to highest recognition that you can get on this ranking. So I'm, I'm, I know there's debate over recognition's value, but we emphasize the ones that are important um, to our folks, and these are important to us. And Gavin, we got anything else to throw in there? Well, that's certainly a lot of winning. Everybody say winning. 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 Um, we can't cover it all here today. We just we sort of scratched the surface. We hit the highlights of the past year. Um, there's, like Teddy said, there's you can see it all at LaTeX.edu, uh, Um There are lots of great episodes of Beyond 1894 that pertain to the things we've talked about today. Um, so whenever, wherever, and however you're listening, um, if you haven't already, go back and listen to some of those great episodes that um, cover the highlights of the year because we've we've talked to a lot of people really in depth about some of the stuff that we've covered today. Um, we're looking forward to a great 2023. Um, I know I am. What about you guys? Happy New Year to everybody. Looking forward to spending it with you. Um, yeah, so um, on behalf of the Office of University Communications um, and Louisiana Tech University for the year of 2022, Happy New Year, everybody. Um, we'll talk to you soon. See ya! <laughs> ah, yeah! <laughs>Thank you for listening to Beyond 1894. Please subscribe and rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about this episode, check out our show notes. Beyond 1894 is produced by Louisiana Tech University's Office of University Communications.